My name is Dr. Jeffrey Burke. I'm a naturopath and a master herbalist and the host of the Staying Healthy radio show. My show airs Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. I bring you the best guests in the industry and the topics that are relevant for today's health. The shows stream live at 8 a.m. And for those of you that cannot listen live, my shows are now podcast daily for on-demand downloads at my webpage, drjeffreyburke.com. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, now in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're located at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Smith Shopping Center. Go in and see what a local retailer can do for you. Great selection, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and amazing prices. The hours of the store are Monday through Friday 9 to 7, Saturdays 9 to 6, and closed on Sunday. I'm looking forward to talking with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Thanks for stopping by. And, you know, thank you for tuning in and putting yourself first into a priority position, you know, and realizing that, you know, maybe this time around, you're going to be able to do something really good and really successful for yourself. You know, every day we have priorities that kind of take over our world. And a lot of times we're doing those priorities for either clarifications for our job or we're doing it because of the fact that we truly do need to start focusing on some of these other areas because we have obligations or we're helping someone or fixing something or helping somebody get their things fixed and you know that's all wonderful great admiral stuff but when you're dealing with things that are only admirable for everybody else you're doing it for and it's good kudos and it makes you a great person that's wonderful but don't get lost in the mix you have to take a little time, have a little focus, and actually put yourself into a priority position. Because when you think about it, if you crash and burn, you're no good to anybody else. You're really not going to be able to focus on the things that are truly as important as you really would like them to be. I think a lot of us are looking at things a little bit differently today, probably more than what we have in a long, long time. Um, I guess the biggest problem is I think a lot of us just have a hard time to focus on these good things. We just don't know how to do it. You know, it's kind of getting out of the realm. I mean, personally, you know, it, it's very hard for me to focus just on myself because I think that I'm more successful focusing on everybody else. But, you know, as you get older, you really have to kind of have this focus. And those are things we talk about every day. The things we can do, the changes we can make, the tiny little twitches and tweaks we can make with our life, um, and maybe not have being overwhelmed by those changes, the things that we can do to make our lives better and healthier. And that truly is one of the best things we can do. So that's what we talk about here on the show Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning. Those things, those ideas, the studies, the available nutrients and products and formulations that could make our life a little bit better. And, you know, maybe focusing from a natural side for maybe the first time. I guarantee you, if you spend a little bit of time focusing on yourself, you're going to love what you can do and love the way that you can feel. And love the changes you can make. So that's what we try to do. I also bring you some of the best guests in the industry to bring their take, their information, their education to the show as well. So tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9. In the morning. And if it doesn't fit your schedule, that's okay. Um, we have wonderful technology of podcasting. So the podcasts are available at stayhealthylasvegas.com. 
and they would allow you to be able to have great quality uh, listening tools that you can do on your time. Of course, I'm going to send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store because I think that's one of the best tools of all to be able to have a place that you can go, get your questions answered, have a dialogue, get clarity, sort out the misinformation coming from every different direction. And I guarantee you there's so much information today and a lot of it sounds really good. But is it? I don't know. You know, you have to then do your research on the information you're getting to solve the problems that you're trying to fix or get the information you need to make changes. And sometimes we hear what we want to hear because that's just us. We're human nature. We and we're humans and we have a tendency to want to hear things our way. That's okay. But I'd rather have you get good clarity and good information to make those changes the best way possible. I send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. Why? Because it'll give you a better chance to be able to be better and healthier. It will also give you a better chance to be able to have the availability of getting things done and being more successful on your healthy journey. I think you're also going to be able to see a difference, see a change, feel a change, and feel a difference. And I think that that is really important. Stay healthy. The longevity is there. They're in their fourth decade. Got a great anniversary coming up. And when you go in, check out all the wonderful things they've done at the store. It's a place to go when you're looking for a full service environment. Because that's what they are. You don't walk in and get uh, ignored. You walk in and you are greeted. They're there to work with you. It's a full service environment. Fully packed with the best of the best products. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, they're closed on Sunday for mail order services or maybe just, you know, on those crazy days. You can't get the time to really spend as much time as you want to spend at Stay Healthy. So you call them up and say, look, I need my stuff badly. I don't want to run out. Can you get it together and I can swoop in, pick it up? They'll do that as well. Call them at 877-2494-877-2494. And don't forget about their webpage where you can print a coupon to use on your next visit. Enter your email address for future newsletters and you can even listen to the radio show broadcast podcast because that's where they are. Right on their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Well, today we're going to talk about a topic I really haven't spent a lot of time on for a long time. We're going to talk about water retention today and some natural ways to get rid of the bloat, get rid of the puffiness, and maybe a little bit more about what exactly is going on and, 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 and what is happening, you know, and maybe some foods we can eat. And of course, there's amazing supplements at Stay Healthy that you can use to get rid of that puffiness and that bloat. Water retention in our body, or commonly known as edema, it basically relates and refers to swelling that happens when excess fluid accumulates and is trapped in your body's tissue. Now, everybody, I'm sure at one time or another may have experienced uh, a time when, you know, their, their ring might have been too tight, they couldn't get it off, or they were on their feet a lot, and there was just other circumstances, and they had puffiness in their feet. And if you've ever had those times, I'm sure you've heard someone say, I can't take my shoes off, I'll never get them back on again. You know, they go to bed at night, they raise their legs, and then in the morning they wake up and the swelling has gone down on their feet. This is a lot more common than you think. Now, we know that water retention can happen anywhere in the body. It's probably more common to notice it in your extremities, like your feet and ankles, your legs, your hands. 
but there are some telltale signs. The tissue under your skin becomes swollen and puffy, especially in your legs or your arms. Stretched or shiny looking skin, you could tell it's kind of swollen. Skin that retains a dimple or pits after being pressed for several seconds. And if you've ever done that before, you know, like your feet are swelling and you take your finger or your thumb and you press it into the foot and you take your thumb out and the dent is still there for a while, there's some puffiness. There's most likely edema going on. And sometimes you can retain fluid in your abdominal region. People don't realize that. So if you experience things like shortness of breath and difficulty breathing and chest pain along with these symptoms, get to the doctor ASAP. Because you have chest or pulmonary edema. You could have excess fluid in your lungs um, that may require a treatment. Some of these medical things that a lot of people are noticing, it's not just about having too much salt in your food, and it's not just, you know, mild, maybe around the time of hormones and stuff like that. There are things like, this does happen during pregnancy. There are certain medications and drugs that people are using that can cause pitted edema. There's also kidney disease, congestive heart failure, that's a big one. Uh, and also things like hardening of the liver or cirrhosis. So... You want to keep an eye on it and you want to make sure that you don't close your mind to ideas that might just, you know, maybe something that you really do need to think about. And it's not just as easy as, well, I'm going to take a diuretic and something like that and get rid of the fluid. If it's something that you think is worse than it is, at least go get it checked. Now, most of the time, edema is, is painless, but sometimes it swells up where it gets you have painful swelling. It can also affect your circulation. It can also diminish the elasticities of the arteries, the veins, and the joints, and the muscles. And you can even have an in a impact to skin, causing breakouts of more things like psoriasis or eczema, dermatitis, and even causing ulcers to the skin. It can also be very itchy and uncomfortable. It can cause stiffness. It can cause difficulty walking. And, of course, heightened risk of infection in swollen tissue. These are all things that you can do. So what, what I'd like to do today is kind of talk about some things that we can do at Stay Healthy. They have wonder, they're under the classification of things like water pills or natural diuretics. They have, they have a great selection. You can definitely look at those. You can also, we'll talk about some foods that you can do that might make a difference because it's not all negative. We just need to take kind of a proactive stance to maybe make adjustments to our diet because if it's happening all the time you're obviously doing something or there's a situation at hand that might need to be looked at as far as our diet is concerned reducing salt consumption we know that the sodium in salt binds to water in your body and is an important element to how your body balances fluid levels in and outside of your cells consuming a lot of salt like eating a lot of processed foods, can really kind of throw that fluid balance into turmoil, causing more water retention. Now, one thing I do want to, I, I do want to mention, if this is happening to you, there's a weird sense of mentality that comes to us sometimes because a lot of people are afraid to drink water because they retain water. But here's a little tidbit for you. The more water you drink, the faster you wash out things like sodium salts and chemicals out of the body, the less water you're going to retain. So 
it's kind of like one of those double negatives that people are like, well, I can't really drink water. I already retain so much water. I'm already puffy. Well, try drinking more water and watch many times how that puffiness will reduce. Water gets rid of salts, which cause us to retain water. I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, to starve yourself of the water, you're actually putting yourself into a situation where you're going to cause more swelling by not flushing out your tissues. It's another really good reason to make sure you're drinking water. You know, cutting back on your salt intake is important. You know, many people that have switched over to a more healthy diet, like a Mediterranean diet or, you know, maybe a vegetarian or vegan diet or a plant-based diet, and they get away from processed foods and junk food and fast food and on-the-go foods and things like that, they end up being very pleasantly surprised that their water retention situation dramatically changes. And it's really kind of mind-boggling to them that they may have been the one that was causing the problem in the first place because of the foods that they were choosing and the, and the foods that they were consuming. Kind of hard to realize that sometimes we can be our worst enemy. But it's also a realization that we could also become friends with ourselves again and realize that foods in our diet can cause a problem. Now, what about carbohydrates? We know that consuming a lot of refined carbohydrates, things like white flour, white bread, white pasta, pastries, can cause spikes to already our blood sugar and our insulin levels. We know that. We know that high levels of insulin can cause your body to retain more sodium by prompting your kidneys to reabsorb more sodium. This, in turn, ends up causing water retention as more fluid is retained in the sodium. So, obviously, eating refined carbohydrates in moderation, avoiding gorging or overeating them, eating slower, considering switching to more complex, healthy carbs like brown rice or yams or sweet potatoes or whole grain alternatives can make a dramatic difference. Once again, these are the things we're spoon feeding every single day and we are really good at it. We crave white carbohydrates and processed foods. Why? We like them. They taste good. They've made them taste incredible. And the thing is, when you're cutting back on your budget and you're trying to make things work, a lot of those high-carbohydrate, sugary foods fit the budget a little bit better. So that can be a problem, too. So, so where do we go with this? Well, one of the best things we can do is just start eating and live in that mentality of more of a Mediterranean diet, primarily for the aspect of fruits and vegetables, healthy protein, and healthy, more complex carbohydrates and getting away from the white stuff. I mean, just cutting out fast food and pre-made microwavable processed foods can make a dramatic difference to your health and well-being. Now, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we did a show on, um, on magnesium. Magnesium for another level of benefit, has been found to reduce water retention in women and premenopausal women. So, of course, it is important to use magnesium because most of us are deficient to start with. So, it can be helpful to incorporate more magnesium into the diet to help combat water retention. Now, something you can do is take a good magnesium supplement. At Stay Healthy, they've got capsules, there's, there's tablets, there's powders, and also don't forget about the trace minerals, concentrated liquid minerals. This is something good to add to all of your beverages, including your water, to make your water wetter to make your water more constructive, to make your water more beneficial so the water can actually do something more than just provide saturation and hydration to the body. If you get more water in your system and you add concentrated trace minerals to it, number one, we're going into warmer weather. 
So you automatically start drinking more water because you're feeling the signs of dehydration, which is really, really good because I think people that are not basically retaining water because of a medical condition notice less water retention toward the summer because that's the time they drink more water. They don't need to be told because of the fact that they're hot, and they're sweaty, and they're wrung out, and they've been outside, and they're thinking, I'm so thirsty, and as long as they're not gravitating towards sports drinks and sodas, also having sodium and having no nutritional value, and they're drinking water, they're going to be better for it. See, in the winter months, like right now, most people are not thirsty, and I travel all over the country, and I'm in areas where it's pretty cold, and I guarantee you people are not thinking, oh, I'm so warm and hot, I think I need a, a glass of water. They're not thinking that because they're not feeling the signs of dehydration. But you know the funny thing is we retain more water in the winter because we drink less. Why do we drink less? Because we don't feel the signs of dehydration, that sweaty feeling, that wrung out, dry mouth, just feeling your body uh, kind of all curled up and sucked up because it needs more fluid. And we're not sweating and we're not exercising. We're not doing those kind of things as much as we should. So we're not drinking as much water. But the thing is, with the heat, using the heat in the car, in the house, in the office, in the stores, wearing more clothing, using more bedding, having the heat on at home, um, we're actually dehydrating more. Think about this. More urinary tract, bladder, kidney infections, more colon constipation and impactions, drier, drier skin and irritation of skin conditions. And don't forget, when you take all the clothes off after the winter, when you think to yourself, oh, my goodness, when did I get so wrinkled? Well, you let the air out of the balloon and you never put anything back in. And that's one of the things you have to remember. You have to hydrate. Water is not seasonal. It is not a calendar thing. It is used for so many benefits, including today's topic, which is water retention, flushing it out because you're drinking more, creating a purging of excess sodium salts so that your body is actually getting the availability of being able to flush out while hydrating. Now, natural diuretics really do help to alleviate fluid. I mean, obviously, if you go to the hospital and you're retaining a lot of fluid, what do they give you? They give you a diuretic. And then they give you things like potassium and usually magnesium, not as much as you should, to put back in the things that you're losing through your diuretic. Do I think that people should take potassium and magnesium and also concentrated trace minerals if they're using a prescription and or a natural diuretic? I do. Because, you know, when you're going in and you're trying to clean everything out of the way, some good things leave too, like some minerals, because you're purging your fluid, you're urinating more, or you're losing excess fluid and salt through your stool, or you're sweating it out now. Okay, let's put it back in. We all need magnesium. We can all use a little bit of extra potassium, and we definitely could use some concentrated trace minerals to be absorbed on a cellular level. And the great thing about those trace minerals, concentrated trace mineral liquids, is you can add them to anything. You can even use uh, the little power packs, which are delicious. I think they got like 15 or 16 flavors now. I mean, those are in my suitcase every day. I carry them all the time with me. I take them on the road. Because, you know, as much of water as I drink, and I drink a lot of water, you know, I was driving around, I was visiting stores and stuff yesterday, and I realized it was 3 in the afternoon, and I've only drank one glass of water, so I obviously stopped, got water, started consuming it, and drank more throughout the day, because I don't want to end up in those situations, because it's not comfortable. <clears throat> feels bad. So, let's talk about this. How about B6? Kind of like magnesium, B6 has been found to help reduce water retention especially in PMS symptoms. B6 is a great product. You find a lot of it in things like fish and 
um, some vegetables, uh, but it also isn't, has natural diuretic benefits. Potassium consumption, we talked about potassium, helps with uh, uh, your metabolic process, helps by reducing water retention by lowering sodium levels in the body and encouraging urine production. So that's beneficial. But I also think it's important for us to do it. Now, now these diuretics, are they've been around for a long time. They help relieve water retention by encouraging us to urinate more, decreasing the, over, you know, the overabundance of excess fluids in the body that we've been retaining. Things to think about is some things we have every day, like coffee, is already a diuretic. You can also consider taking a natural diuretic or some individual herbs, things like dandelion or hawthorn and green and black teas that also have beneficial effects. What about activity? We know that if you're sitting around and you're not doing anything, a sedentary lifestyle will definitely add to water retention. If you're standing or sitting for long hours every day, fluid can accumulate in your legs, kind of due to poor circulation and gravitational force. That's why legs and ankles can sometimes get swollen after standing or sitting all day. How many times have you gone home, you got undressed, you took off your shoes, and you kind of sat there and you looked down and you go, oh my goodness, my feet are so swollen. You're probably somebody that wasn't that active during the day. Obviously, it can be related to things like blood pressure and diabetes and congestive heart failure and things like that, obviously. And if you're seeing it a lot, you best go in and get checked to make sure that it's not an underlying condition that you may not know about or a new condition of something that you do know about. Look at your feet. Look at your hands. Are your rings and jewelry tight? Can you not take a ring off? Those are signs. You could also retain a lot of it in your stomach. You know, and in your arms and fingers and wrist. So keeping an eye on it. You know, people say all the time, my doctor recommended that I wear compression stockings. They do make a difference, especially if you have varicosity of the veins as well. And they wrap tightly around the legs. They help to squeeze your tissues and prevent fluid from accumulating. If you've ever had surgery in the hospital, they know that you're going to be in the bed for a while. What do they do? They put those, those compression kind of boot stockings on you that squeeze naturally they're plugged in and they kind of squeeze the legs why are they doing that they're trying to make sure that circulation stays good that you don't throw blood clots but they're also making sure that you're getting your circulation going so you're not accumulating a lot of fluid in your legs because you're not getting up and moving very much that's why they want you up as soon as you can i mean people say all the time i can't believe it i went in for hip surgery hip replacement and the next morning they had me up and walking and i said good I mean, because the pain that you have after a hip and a knee surgery is healing pain because they took the other pain away. They either took that unhealthy knee joint or they took that unhealthy hip joint out and put new stuff in. So that pain you had is gone. What we have now is healing pain, which is part of the healing process. But getting up and getting moving not only helps to keep water from building up, but it also helps your circulation. It keeps you from producing blood clots. It also makes sure that you're providing and getting nutrient to those areas. Circulation gets healing nutrients to every part of the body especially when you're trying to get it. Now, a lot of people feel that gravitational force all day. I know people that sit at a desk and they have a, a box or something underneath and they elevate their feet during, during the day because they know sitting at their desk that they're going to end up having swollen feet at the end of the day. Elevate your feet. 
Now, don't do it as just a quick fix. You should be drinking water. You should make sure that there's no underlying conditions. You might want to think about doing some herbal diuretics, drinking more, more green tea, things like that. Maybe using a good natural diuretic. That can really make a difference. Because when you elevate your feet, it encourages fluid to flow away from your legs and back to the rest of the body, reducing retention. You know, so that's a good thing. If you are prone to this at the end of the day and you go home, elevate your feet for a while. You'll be absolutely surprised at how much better they feel. Is it fixing the problem? No, because most of it is probably either due to an underlying condition that you know about or don't know about, or things you're putting on your plate and then putting in your mouth with your fork and spoon or drinking. So that's real important. We know that water, and I kind of mentioned this before, that counterintuitive nature mindset of water. But drinking more water reduces water retention. You got to remember that. Every day when somebody talks to me, and every time I get a letter, and that letter has to do with water retention, almost every time they'll mention, you know, I, I retain a lot of water, so I don't drink a lot of water. Or you'll have a conversation. They'll say, well, are you a good water drinker? Do you consume a lot of water? No, because I retain water. No. You're probably retaining more water because you're drinking not enough water. And I know that I'm driving that home, but it's so important. And it doesn't have to be difficult because sometimes the small, tiny changes can make a dramatic difference. So you go to stay healthy and you're talking with them about diuretics and they're asking you questions and you're saying, I retain a lot of water. They're going to ask you, do you drink enough water? And then your, your mind automatically, you're like, well, doesn't that going to make it worse? No, it's going to make it better. And you have a better chance to retain less. It's just a weird situation. But when you think about it, when you're flushing, I mean, if you have, if you have a bunch of salt laying on your kitchen table and you know that that salt, if you add a tiny little bit of water to it, it's going to kind of make a weird little mix, but it's going to kind of stay where it is, Right. But if you take a gallon of water and you, or a big, gigantic glass of water and you throw it at it and it all goes off the table and drains and goes on the floor, what have you done? You've alleviated a retention kind of cluster that's in your body. And that's what happens. This water clusters. It builds up. It's like a traffic jam and it just builds all this fluid up. But the more water you drink, the better you flush, the less you retain. So that's really important to remember that. We also know that being overweight can lead to poor circulation. Of course, we know that and uh, inability to be active, but also contributes to water retention in your lower part of your body, like your hips and your calves and your ankles and your toes. This will lead to even more sedentariness of your life and future further swelling. So if you've got a lot of weight to lose, you're like a lot of Americans, you need to get up and get moving even if it's only down the drive mailbox and back. And if you have to do it with a walker, so be it. But you need to be active because that activity will not only increase blood flow and help your circulation and maybe exercise to maybe alleviate some of the pounds that have built up, but many times it does many things like curbs the appetite, gives you energy, increases circulation to the heart, to the brain, but it also helps to flush out. You may urinate a little bit more when you start getting active and you know what, that's okay. How about body work? A lot of people don't think about body work, but body work can be so much better than just a way to relax tired, sore, achy muscles and joints. It can actually increase water flushing. 
Massages are a great way to help relieve water retention. Massaging your feet or affected area with firm strokes and pressure towards your heart helps push the fluid away and, and reduce the swelling. Very important. You know, a lot of people don't think about yoga as anything other than mellowing and, you know, chilling out. But yoga, there's a, a really good study that I read that it helps women with premenstrual syndrome quickly reduce water retention. And I just think that that's another thing that's important. Now, is there a time when you might have to use a prescription diuretic? Yeah. But there's a lot of other cars on that train that you can try before then, or at least be honest with your doctor and say, look, I'm retaining water. I've tried to cut out my sodium. I've cut out all my fast food and junk food. I'd like to use a natural diuretic and drink a lot of water and see how I do. And, you know, I'll tell you, 9.99% of the time, your doctor will say, well, go ahead and keep an eye on it. If it gets to be a problem, you know, we can look at something, you know, more prescription-based that might help you relieve the fluid. And the other thing is, while you're talking with your doctor, ask your doctor, are any of these medications, and you should have a list and the dosage on there and the time that you take them every day. You know, I just want to stress this for a second. If you are on medication, you need to sit at a computer, you need to type every medication, the milligrams per per serving, which is basically a tablet capsule or whatever, how many you take per day. And how often you take them, you know, is it daily, every other day? And list all your medications and save it on your computer. Print copies. Have one in your car, one in your purse, one in your wallet. Every time you go to a doctor or a new doctor, write the names of the doctor next underneath every drug of the doctor and their office phone number who prescribed that medication to you. And then go to the next one. Who's the doctor who prescribed it? The drug, the dosing, and how much you take it. Go to the next one. Why is this list important? You know why. You go to a new doctor. You're sitting in the lobby. They give you 45 pages of paper to pick out. And you're thinking to yourself, Ugh, I can't remember what I'm taking. You never can remember how strong it is. We barely can remember why we're taking it or how many we take per day. But this way, you fill out your paperwork, you add that in, and you say, here's my medications, and here's the doctor's names that recommended those medications. Boom, it's done. Then, if they take something off, you go home to your computer, you delete what they took off, you add what they add on if they did, or and then you print a new list, and you put one in the car, one in your wallet, and you update it, and you put at the very top of it, updated on uh, February 26th, and you type it on there. And then the next time you do it, you update it July 5th. You know, so that you always say, well, this is the updated one, and oh, here was updated on July 5th, my new medication, or a new doctor, or something different. And it's also really good on there, too, on that same list at the bottom when you're thinking about it. Try to list any surgeries that you've had, any procedures. Try to find a year that you had it done. That way it's on there. You're not having to mentally go back and think, oh, I had my tonsils, I had a hysterectomy, I had a lumpectomy, yada, yada, yada. You know, that way it's on there. It's just a great way of organizing. It takes a little bit of time at the beginning, but then it's done. So this does make a difference because you can say to your doctor, you know, here's my list and it's in the file out here as well in your office. Do any of these make me retain water? And the doctor can take a look because water retention is a problem. It affects your, your lifestyle, it affects your mobility, it can cause major problems, it can affect your breathing and your respiratory system, your cardiovascular system, your digestive system, you know, so there are things that we can do. And stay positive that there's some things that you can do out there. It's amazing how many people have kind of graduated over to some of the natural things and have done remarkably well. 
So definitely keep those in mind. I, I think you'll find it to be uh, pretty darn effective. So remember, lots of water, less sugar and salt, try natural diuretics. Uh, did you know that cabbage can be an incredible diuretic and parsley? So if you're juicing in the morning, juicing cabbage with some parsley and some apples and carrots, unbelievable diuretic effects. Um, there's vitamin U in cabbage. So it's great for the stomach, but it also has great urinary tract benefits. So does asparagus. I think you've probably known this asparagus. I know I'm not the only one that notices when you use asparagus or eat it a while later, your urine smells really strong. That's the power of asparagus. I mean, I wish people could eat asparagus every single day. Not only is it delicious, uh, and you can eat it in salads raw as well as steamed and, and on the grill and things like that or in stir fries, whatever. But the great thing about it is if you use it, and I'll tell you, it's the funniest thing. I had a really nice dinner at a really nice restaurant a couple months ago, and it was weird. They had vegetables, but they had like two pieces of asparagus on there. Of course, I ate them. I love asparagus. And about an hour or so later, when I went to the bathroom, I noticed, oh, I can smell asparagus. Two pieces of asparagus. So you know the, the wonderful water retention benefits uh, and the great diuretic effects that's there. A lot of pregnant women or menstruating women, I wouldn't recommend diuretics to them, but I would recommend more foods that are diuretic-based. And the other thing is your kidneys. Our kidneys need a break. And we need to help them out. They're straining sometimes to have really good urine uh, flushing. Also, men with prostate problems, um, the more water you drink, the better you flush. You can actually reduce the size and the enlargement of your prostate. Because anytime I talk to a man and they say, you know, I was just doing a training the other day on the uh, Prostastrong by Irwin Naturals for the prostate. And he said, he said, what, how should I use this? And I gave him the idea what I'd recommend. And I said, you want to make sure you're drinking about eight to ten or more glasses of water a day. And he says, well, I'm already getting up two or three times during the night to urinate. I said, you're not getting up during the night to urinate because of your water consumption. You're getting up to urinate during the night because your prostate is enlarged and it's squeezing down on urethra. And your urethra is like only letting a little bit out, so you got to go back an hour later and do what you couldn't do the first time. You use a product like Prostastrong and your, your prostate size goes down. It alleviates the pressure on the urethra so when you urinate and hopefully with more water to push everything through and wash out those sodium salts, you're going to have a longer, more successful emptying urination rather than just kind of getting the job started, stopping or thinking you really have to go and having that urge and only dribbling a little because the prostate is enlarged and clamping down. You alleviate that swelling and all of a sudden you're purging your, your urine. That's really important for men because a lot of men get up during the night. Then it affects their sleeping. They can't go back to sleep. And then an hour later, they get the sensation they have to urinate again because they do. And they do because the swelling is not allowing them to do it the first time. You know, when you're younger, you know, when men are younger and they have to urinate, they go. And they go for a long time and they dump a lot of fluid and they have great force and, you know, just uh, not a problem. They're urinating perfectly. I mean, you don't go an hour later. I mean, you can go sometimes most of the day before you urinate again, and then you go really strong again. I mean, it, you aren't running and having to kind of hurry to the bathroom because you got that sensation where you have to go now, and then you get there, and you're all excited to go to the bathroom, and you have like a dribble. Because the sensation is still there, but because of the pressure, you can't go. This is where water comes in. Add a prostate formula, alleviate the swelling, and then get a better purging of the urine. So there's a lot of things. But, you know, and, and once people start to realize that, more water does not mean 
that you're going to uh, urinate more, it's going to mean you might urinate longer. You know, because people say as much water as I drink, I drink a couple gallons or more a day. Do I go more often? Not now at this stage in my life, but I'm there longer. You know, it's not just run in, run out. I mean, I'm drinking a lot of water. It's got to come out. So it takes a little bit longer, but I'm doing it, and then I could go a long time in between. And it's taken a while to get that kind of routine going. And, and at the very beginning, you may notice a little bit of more frequency because your body is like going crazy. It's like, where's all this water coming from, and why are you giving it to it? I mean, I've been starving with water for so long, but your body will adjust, and it will love it. It will be very pleasantly happy. So let's talk about some foods. Watermelon. Watermelon, a great, delicious summer food that people like, but also a good reason. It's 92% water, so people love it. We talked about asparagus already. Asparagus is a wonderful diuretic, and you get that, you know, ephemeral odor. It's called it's called mericoptan, uh, which releases odorous byproducts when broken down in the digestive system, and you smell it when it comes out of your urine. Not a bad thing. Lemons. I mean, we all love lemon in our water. But one of the best things you can do, they're not just for tasting the water a little bit more effectively and giving it some flavor. It's also used to flush out the system of excess water and toxins. Very important. Nettle leaves. Nettle contains vitamins, minerals, and other compounds that help the body's organs of elimination. Uh, it's also good in a lot of prostate formulas for men because it helps with that nighttime frequency of urination along with a detoxification. So very effective using nettle. Uh, horsetail. Uh, horsetail is a herbal remedy that contains flavonoids and, and other great nutrients, but it also gets um, kudos for helping to be kind of a, a natural diuretic as well. Cucumbers. Love cucumbers. No calories, I mean, or little to none, absolutely almost nothing. Uh, sheds the body of excess water, contains a lot of vitamins and minerals, and it's also a high water content food. High content water foods are two things. Number one, they're very low calorie to no calorie. They're filling. I mean, you could eat bowls of lettuce and asparagus and cucumbers and, and arugula and spinach and all these things and have little to no calories. The calories come in with a thousand milligrams, thousand uh uh, things of, uh, I guess I should say, calories of sugar that you add to it. But, you know, you do a really nice kind of addressing things like with olive oil and flax oil and fish oil and Dijon mustard and fresh cracked pepper and sea salt, and you toss that in there, you're adding little to no calories. You know, so this is really good, and it's all water-containing flushing food. Dandelion tea. Dandelion tea is a, it's an amazing diuretic. It actually helps stimulate healthy urinary flow. Very, very effective. Uh, let me see. Celery. Talk about empty, empty calories. There's no calories. You can actually have uh, all you want. It, oh, I have to say it's low to no calories because, of course, there's calories in almost everything. But you can use it, you know, and a lot of people don't realize that if you cut your celery in strips, you wash it and clean it and do all that stuff, it's actually very pleasing to do it with things like hummus or guacamole and things like that and use this as your chips. Not only does it not affect your sugar negatively, where chips can affect and they're loaded with calories, but these make great dipping tools, you know, and, <clears throat> excuse me, they're also great for, you know, like healthy snacks, like with peanut butter or maybe some cream cheese. That's a great in-between meal snack. But like I said, you bring some hummus with you, use celery as your tools, and you're going to do really well. Uh, let me see. 
Ginger, we know that ginger is an anti-inflammatory. We know that it also uh, reduces inflammation by helping to flush out excess fluids. And it also can be used in your food. It can be used in your stir fry. It could be shaved and cut up and put into your salads. Uh, very, very effective. Uh, and also that anti-inflammatory action, free radical scavenging as well. How about apple cider vinegar? Apple cider vinegar can help you meet some of your potassium requirements. It also helps with blood pressure. Um, using it as a salad dressing is wonderful. Just putting a little bit in water with a little touch of honey and lemon every morning is a great way to start the day. I have many people that are very old school, and every morning they squeeze a lemon with some apple cider vinegar, a little touch of like a quarter of a teaspoon of nice, good quality honey. They add water to it, and they drink it every single morning as a way of starting their day. And I know people that have been doing this for 50 years, and I will tell you, they're healthy for it. And it's another thing they're doing that helps. Fruits like peaches. Peaches are a great natural diuretic. And they're also really, really good. How about beets? Everybody's talking about beets today. We know that beets flush the liver. And a lot of people say that when they eat beets, they do urinate soon after that. Because it's, uh, I look at it this way, beets, if you juice them or you eat them in your diet, or you put them in salads, or you use a beet powder or crystals or a beet supplement, there are dietary uh, nutrients that are in there as well as helping to release nitric oxide but at the same time you can also get a diuretic effect pineapple who doesn't like pineapple pineapple is loaded with wonderful digestive enzymes it's also a natural diuretic you can juice them eat them how they are throw them in your salads throw them in your yogurt in the morning very very effective how about cilantro not just for guacamole for flavor cilantro helps to cleanse out heavy metals from the system you know, you can combine things like cilantro with parsley and avocado and lemon juice for like a diuretic salad, if you will. Very beneficial for the liver and the kidneys. And of course, kale. Kale's gotten real popular. I still can barely choke it down. Um, I'll put it in a smoothie so that I really don't have to taste it as much. But it's great for fluid retention. It's also loaded with great greens for the breath and the digestive system. So definitely keep that in mind. It's a wonderful, wonderful addition to your daily routine. Remember, a diuretic basically is a product that helps the body get rid of excess accumulated water and salt. Diuretics are helpful also if you have a medical condition. So talk to your doctor about using a natural diuretic especially if things like kidney problems or liver problems or heart problems. Talk to your doctor about using a natural diuretic. Might be one extra drug you may not have to do. And sometimes our doctors don't even remember sometimes that we have natural things that are very, very effective. Um, don't forget things like uh, grapes, bell peppers, garlic and onions, also very effective, working in the body for uh, like natural uh, ways of helping to alleviate fluids. Caffeine. You would think with the amount of caffeine consumed in this country that nobody would have water retention problems, but because caffeine is a diuretic, which is good for people that enjoy coffee and tea. Black and green teas are best if you're looking for diuretic drinks. Um, they're a little easier to regulate. You know, so if you're using tea, try to do green or black tea. I'm a green tea fanatic. I love it. Um, uh, every day when I'm traveling, if I'm in the hotels, I'll go down and get, um, you know, two hot cups of water and put a green tea bag in each of them, take them up to my room. And I usually drink them before I do my radio show. And But I like to start my day with green tea. I think it's good. And I've just really gotten back on this. I did it so many years ago, and now I've just 
kind of got really back into it only because of the fact that it's right at my fingertips. And so I'm doing it as much as possible. You may be pleasantly surprised that when you start exercising, and if you're doing a treadmill or cardiovascular and you're doing movement, how many times when you're even at the gym or even if you're doing it at home, how much you have to urinate or go to the bathroom after you're done. Because sometimes exercise can move your stools and get things moving. It's, it's amazing how many times people say, oh, I started exercising, now my bowels are moving. That's because of movement. Uh, and I'm urinating better, once again, because of movement and circulation. And a lot of times... We alleviate a lot of buildup fluid that's added to our weight. People don't realize how much weight you can carry in water. Obviously, it's not all water. There's some, we got some uh, bad food choices hanging off our body as well that's, you know, added to the size of America. But there still can be a good amount of fluid. You know, it's uh, amazing how many times that happens. You know, I had a, a friend, her husband just went in and he started retaining a ton of fluid and they had to drain, do a lung tap and they had to do an abdominal tap. They took out so much water out of his system and fluids. Um, they had to put him on a prescription diuretic, but also they encouraged him that he has to walk 45 minutes to an hour every day and also drink a good amount of water. But they took so much off. He lost so many pounds just by the draining of the fluid. The doctor was amazed that his lungs were working and his heart was able to function with all that fluid. But he's doing really good now. He's really active. His diet is clean. He switched over to a plant-based diet, got rid of all the junk. I mean, he went to the extreme. And he's drinking about a gallon of water a day, lots of green tea, walking twice a day. He's continued to lose a ton of weight, but he said, I feel 20 years younger. He goes, I always felt like I was carrying somebody around on my back. What he was really doing is carrying a lot of fluid. Um, make sure that if you are already on a prescription diuretic, if you for some reason feel the need to do a natural diuretic, discuss it with your medical practitioner just to be sure. You don't want too much. And then you get in, you don't want to wash out all your good sodium salts because that's that's to me really, really important. So definitely keep that one in mind. I think that it's going to be really important for a lot of people. A lot of people out there are still, you know, trying to figure things out. And I guess sometimes I just get to the point when I think to myself, we do have a tendency to complicate things. I mean, we're good at it. And sometimes we're looking at things a little bit differently than we might have in the past. And sometimes we also have a hard time wrapping our mind around something that could be so easy, like drinking water and changing something we're eating. Because many times people say, I'm so busy, fast food just fits the choice and it gives me something to eat and I'm on my way. Okay, I get it. You might want to try one night, one evening, do a little food prep, you know, throw six chicken breasts or six pieces of fish in the grill or on the grill or in the oven and make some vegetables, maybe make some brown rice and make, you know, six meals. That's just as easy to take that with you and find a microwave and warm it up. Uh, whatever. Some people have little convention ovens that work. They can put it in there and warm it up and eat that as well. Number one, it's extremely cost effective to do it that way. Number two, at least you know what you're eating. And number three, you know what's in it. You know the amount of salt and sodium that's in there. You know what chemicals and things have or have not been added to that food. And that's really important because the chemicals, the preservatives, the pesticides, as well as the salt and all the things that's in our food today, you know, I sometimes think to myself, they make junk and terrible food taste really good because maybe we're so busy enjoying the flavor of it that we don't think it could actually be harmful or, or negative to us of any way. 
but it is. Look at America. We're not healthy looking. We're our standard of health is not good. And a lot of people walk around with bloat every single day. Um, interesting to me, you know, I have a friend of mine and her mother retains a lot of fluid. And I mean, so bad. I remember she had showed me years ago, I'd done a consultation and her mother's ankles would swell over the shoe. And I said, what is the doctor doing about this? She says, nothing. He just told her to try to elevate her feet when she's sitting down. Well, I wasn't going to have that. I knew that she was only a medication that she was on was something for pain. Her blood pressure and stuff was normal, but she was a fast food junkie and she salted everything. I mean, she didn't even taste anything and then she salted. She was very old school and she salted every single thing she ate. So we had to take a salt shaker away from her. And she was willing because she was tired and her legs felt like she was walking in cement and she just didn't feel good. So she cut the sodium out, started drinking a lot of water and started urinating a lot. Didn't realize that that was kind of associated and that swelling started to come down. And then she said, what else can I do? So he changed her diet. She's eating basically more Mediterranean protein, good carbs, lots of fruits and vegetables, good oils, things like that. And she started losing weight. She dropped about 50 pounds over six months and was walking. And those ankles, they were small again, you know, and she realized that what she was doing was causing the problem and that's a tough nut to wrap your mind around that i i'm doing this to myself i mean the things that i do every day is doing this oh that's so confusing and so hard to take but remember wonderful teas available you know wonderful supplements that stay healthy just go in and talk with them there and say you know i've been having this water retention problem any ideas? I have a lot of puffiness, maybe around my menstrual cycle or maybe all the time. Men and women can retain a lot of fluid. But keep in mind, there are natural things you can do. You might need to make some dramatic change to your diet, but you probably need to do that anyway. Not just for this, but for probably every other reason. Because sometimes people get on medications and they think, okay, the medication is handling this. I don't have to do anything else. It's doing it all. No. Medications are prescription supplements to a diet for symptomatic problems. Sometimes curing and fixing. Herbal natural vitamin supplementations are supplements to a healthy diet. No matter what you're doing, it's always supplementing what you should be doing, which is eating a healthy diet. Real good food. Cut out the junk. You know, people would stop eating all the junk food. They'd stop making it. Remember, there was a time when we had no junk food. There was a time when all foods were organic. Maybe if we stop doing that supply and demand thing, maybe we'd be able to just go back to just having healthy food because if people knew we, people weren't going to buy the junk, they'd come out with things that were better and healthier because they want to be in business and they want to be able to satisfy their customers. If we all stopped eating fast food, junk food, and garbage, and all we were eating is good quality foods, that's what people would make for us and prepare for us. But as long as we keep continuing to do it, why are they going to change? And we are creatures of habit. And we're really, really good at it. So head over to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Have the conversation about water retention. Could be a lot of different things. And sometimes after the discussion, you may want to make an appointment and go in and get checked because it could be something underlying that you may not know about. Or it could be something as simple as what you're spooning in or drinking. Stay Healthy Health Food Store. They are your one-stop full-service location for everything health and nutrition. You'll find them on the northwest corner of Rancho in Charleston right next to Smith's. I, I think you're going to find that they are absolutely incredible at what they do. They um, really do uh, make life better and easier. 
their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. They make sure that everybody has the availability of getting really, really good information. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center. Once again, on that northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston next to Smith's. 877 is their telephone number. 877-2494. You can schedule mail order services or what I call order preparation. Hey guys, it's me. I'm coming in. I need these things. I need to swoop in, pick it up really quick. Can you have it ready? Yes, they can. And yes, they will. Don't forget to ask for a drawing slip when you go in for their drawing basket of the month. They do one every month, sometimes two. Very cool. Remember the hours, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday. Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer, Stay Healthy Health Food Store, in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. Another anniversary coming up shortly. They're just here. So glad they're here and been here and will be here. And they've done everything they can do to make life better and healthier, to bring you the best of the best nutritional supplementation available in every category. And then on top of that, having the most knowledgeable staff, the best customer service, all of it every single day so that you can have this great option of taking back and controlling and being in charge of your health. That's what it's all about. StayHealthyLasVegas.com is the webpage. Listen to any of the radio show podcast. Also, print a coupon for your next visit. And even more important, remember we're talking information education. Enter your email address on their webpage. It stays with them. It goes nowhere. And every, every month they'll send you out their new newsletter. And then you're going to be privy to things like specials and all those kind of things. And don't forget about that webpage when you go in there. Check out what's new. You'll love the, the newsletter. They work really, really hard on it. And they work hard every single day to make sure that they're there. And they've been with us, you know, for a long, long time. And over the last two years, they've been there every day during this crazy pandemic situation, making sure that we had the best of the best available. So now we do. And we always have. And they always will go the extra mile. Don't forget, go there, talk with them about natural diuretics, water retention, it may lead you to a great fix and may also lead you to your doctor to make sure nothing else is really wrong. It's an awareness. Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Have a great day, everyone. Do something good just for you today because you deserve it. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.